This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Did Alex ever tell you the story about when I got her backstage to see uh, Justin Timberlake no. and, and NSYNC? Did she lose her mind? Oh, this was one of my favorite. This is such a Minnesota thing. She, she and her friend... <laughs> Well, and Kath and I went back with She brought them. a casserole? Yeah, well, that's about it. That's, that's about, about as close a, as it is. And I am Isn't not kidding. yellow casserole? <laughs> so the kids would put their hands up and Alice, Alex asked a couple of questions, whatever. Then her friend, and I won't say who it was, yeah. but she was from Elk River, Minnesota. So she leaned a little more into the old Minnesota accent. Yeah. And I will never forget the look on Justin, Justin Timberlake's face. She looks at him and goes, can I ask you a question? And he goes, sure. She goes, What's you guys' favorite foods? He goes, what? <laughs> he goes, what's you guys' favorite foods? He goes, what is she saying? What is she He could not understand a word. Like, and he's like... He's like, I'm not trying to be rude, but Tennessee, you would think even with the southern like, accent, he will somebody accent. translate this child for me? He could not understand anything she said. And also, can you imagine her so nervous to ask this question? Exactly. And she he's was, saying what over and over? Like She would have been about 12 then. That was about 20 years that's ago, so right? That's so cute. That's so cute. What's you guys' favorite foods? <laughs> What? You and Catherine die about that. Oh, we that. were laughing so hard. I thought I was going to pass out. Uh, something at 12, too, you would ask your like, right? favorite star. You know, like, oh. I'm so excited. Like, oh, my God, he likes chocolate chip cookies. I like chocolate chip cookies. I'm so happy it was that I was there to see that. I will never forget it as long as I What's live. Because he's literally going like, what? Oh, what? what? <laughs> Not trying to be rude, but will you ask for the fourth time? That's so Justin funny. Timberlake. Good job, Justin. Way to go, Justin. That's all I have to say, ladies and gentlemen. It's all true. And by the way, one thing I will not put up with, if they're going to keep going after Janet Jackson, if they ever cut That's the Way Love Goes, I'm going to have to come to Hollywood and start kicking some ass. Yeah, it's a good song. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. She does. She murders that song. She does. It's, she's so good. You know the song I'm talking about, Kristen? I know all. Listen, oh, I own a God. Rhythm Nation shirt. <laughs> That's right. You do. That's and you're right. like, did you sleep in it? I'm like, I do not sleep in Janet Jackson. I proudly wear her out in public. <laughs> okay, how about this question? What's you guys' favorite shirt? <laughs> 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 now that song is just mag- she she kills that song. It's so she good. She has so many good bangers. It's she does. Like, it's amazing. Yep. Like you can go through her library, and she's incredible. What a talent! Well, that whole family. There's no question about it. She just played the XL. So much oh, controversy. Mm-hmm. So much talent. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I must have been out of town. I'd love to go. I've never seen her live. Wow. Yeah. 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 And the last time she was here, I think it was like six years before that, and she played the I think it was the Orpheum or the Pantages. Oh, really? It wasn't the State Theater. It was really? one of the smaller theaters in downtown. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. How cool would that would have been? Huh. Yeah. That's the way love goes. That's the way. I live love right near goes. the Jackson <laughs> Estate, up the street. Yes, do you always do that when you walk by it? <laughs> No, you know what's interesting? When when uh, Michael Jackson passed away in 2009, our neighborhood Jesus, was flooded. It was crazy because oh, everyone sure. was outside the, the Jackson compound just trying to, like, get a photo of them, like, driving, you know, in and out. And, you know, it was such a crazy time. It, anyone who knows um, Los Angeles, like Ventura Boulevard is, like, the big stretch of um, in the valley. And it was up and down for miles with media vans. It was unbelievable. You know, I woke up a little early this morning. By coincidence, you're talking about the, you know, L.A. and all the rest of it. I woke up a little early. I turned on TV and go, I'll just watch an episode of Dragnet from like 1960. That is such a weird impulse you had. Well, I just, it, it's, it popped up. And went, <laughs> I went, oh, okay. Time. Let me watch Dragnet. I would I'm never. Like, it's okay. I'll watch that. I watched it. L.A. is probably about 20 times bigger no, oh, yeah. than it was then. Yeah. I mean, they're showing the streets. There's nothing on the streets. Right? People like, are, like, what? walking across the street casually, not exactly. getting hit by cars. Yeah, yeah, when they show, like, Wilshire Boulevard, yeah. the sunset, yeah. when you see some of the old video footage, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. You, you sit there and think, we're so congested. We're a bunch of strip malls. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's and we're about to have a hurricane, so. Are you really? Yes, we are getting a hurricane that. Sunday into Monday. It is Hurricane Hillary. All right, Kristen, just move back. The, you guys oh have God. had a rough go. Just come back. I've got <laughs> I got an extra room for you and your husband and your cats. I know. I'm 
just like we're all moving in. But yeah, first uh, hurricane in the that to hit landfall since 1939. So welcome to really yes. And I'm just going to be blamed on climate change. I'm sure, even though they've been happening for a hundred thousand years. Yeah, so if I have no power or internet service and don't show up on Monday, y'all will know why. <laughs> I'll still blame you. Yeah, we'll probably will blame you. So There's no question <laughs> yeah, about it. I'm the one. I'm the Hurricane Hillary that blew through. Southern All right. California. Well, enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, so it's going to land when landfall Sunday night, Sunday into Monday night. morning, and with rains through Tuesday. Eek. I hope you're okay. We never get rain in the summer. Anyone who knows Los Angeles knows that we're usually dry until December. So it just is that that time of the year, though. You start moving into late August, and it's season's kicking in again. Well, this is fire season for us. This yeah, that's is, right. I forgot. This, is, oh, this is not wet season. This is fire season. So um, I don't know. There's something. Climate change is definitely happening on some level. Nah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So all I say, if the climate's going to change, could they have it warm up here in the winter, for Christ's sake? Yeah. That'd be nice. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. We need some bennies. We don't need 115 in the summer, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no fun, 115 and no 80 below in the winter. How about that? That'd be no, good, too. That's a deal, I think, for everyone. I don't, know, I don't know if you guys saw it. Chris Eggert posted this morning. It was 39 in Hibbing this morning. Yeah, 39. I saw that. 39 degrees. <laughs> in August. Yeah. I mean, is that's unusual, right? Oh, very. August? Very yeah. unusual. I'm not buying it. It happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time. I, I think, if it was October, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. I think the only month on record that ha- it hasn't snowed in Minnesota is August. I think that's probably I think right. June and July have both have uh, have had snow in the past. Oh, definitely. Well, it was close in that 39 locale. Yeah. <laughs> 39. Mm-hmm. All right. Make up some fake deal so you won't be here on Monday. Oh, I couldn't be there because of the I'm hurricane. So yeah. I'll sit there with my lantern and my emergency kit <laughs> if, cranking my solar powered charger. <laughs> if you're safe and you're interviewed by the international news, at the very end, just say to them, say, what's your guys' favorite foods? What's your favorite food? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm more apt to, like, drop my eyes and go into yeah. my ah. England accent. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, bring London on Monday and we can have a hurricane. Oh, there, oh. there you go. There you I go. approve that joke. <laughs> that yeah, encourage it. That's what we need. <laughs> on that <you>. note. <laughs> yes, we'll talk to you later, Bye. sister. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, I did not know they had a hurricane coming their way. No idea. We find out so much from Kristen. I had no idea. How to do things wrong. How to do things obviously. That's what you're talking about. We will be right back. Speaking of uh, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MNFatLoss.com. Tom here for MNFatLoss.com. As you may know, I started the program earlier this year for 60 days then spent several weeks in the maintenance phase, and now I'm back on the program. I've lost 30 pounds, and I feel great. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, D.C. Results may vary. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow 
snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert's with us. What's happening, Pally? Hello, good morning. I have a question for you. Why do we pick Don't Fear the Reaper as the song that plays in when I come on every time? Don't Fear the Reaper. Is it kind of weird? I want to play, and I, they won't do it for me. I request they play MC5's Kick Out the Jam's Mother Effer. That's what I, I would, want them to I play. I would like that. That would be cool. Chris, <clears throat> listen, I was feeling emo, and I was on your Instagram, and you posted such cute pictures of all these different people at that event you were at the other day, including little kids who had prosthetics. I was feeling all sorts of feels. That was such a cool event. <laughs> it was. I, I it, it really was. And that that the moment where that little girl was kind of going around and meeting some of the older people uh, with prosthetics, that was really cool. That can, was it was nice. Can you imagine as a kid? I mean, you're probably not around a lot of people with prosthetics, and you're watching all these fun people, adults, you know, uh, thriving, and you just see that and what an impact that made. I was just like. I almost messaged you, and then I was like, "I'm not going to be weird, but I just want you to know that was a pretty cool event." Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you felt that way. I I, I felt <clears throat> that way seeing that too. So, Tom, I um, I saw you were on the Mimi the other night. I was indeed on Wednesday night with the family. I was. Wow, there's somebody else. You've been a Hubbard employee for six months now, and you've been on the Mimi. Uh-huh. I've been only here for twelve years, and um, swing and a miss. I'm not a Hubbard employee. Well, you're <laughs> oh, you're you associated. I am associated with Hubbard, but uh, I'm not an employee. Chris, we found out Judd has been on it like five times. <laughs> that felt like out of nowhere. That's true. Um, yeah, and you should really have been on it because it's not like you're on air during the time it would take go. You know, but. The reality is that happened at night. I would never go because I'd be in bed. Okay, but... then have yeah, you been invited? That's, That's the real question. <laughs> no. Oh, then never mind. Oh, this is awkward. What? Oh. You know what my son Andy said? What? He said, this is so weird, because you sit in the back and you look all the way down the boat. Uh, 
he said, it's like somebody took a four-bedroom house and put floats under it. I mean, that's yeah, how that's big exactly that thing is. It. it is huge, man, the Mimi. That's, that's what, cool. It looked like you guys had a good night. I was just giving you crap, obviously. No, no, no. We I, had a, we, it was a great time. A bunch of advertisers were on there. That was nice yeah. to meet them as well. And my whole family got to go, which I'm happy about. It's the like Alex was making herself comfortable. <laughs> no, Alex making hard to she's believe. Like, she's like laying on the couch. All like, <laughs> like, okay, Chris, when, like you own the place. Chris, when you say the Mimi, you have to say the you you because it ain't you. <laughs> hey oh, uh, really? Thanks for the pity laugh. No, I I would tell you we just we were just talking about some other things and. I've had a very fortunate life. There's no question about that. And I think about that all the time. Like, you know, when I was a little boy, I told, I told my family, when I was a little boy, I dreamt that when I got older and got married and had children, that I would be able to do things like that with them. And then it yeah. came true, which is very, very nice. It is cool. Indeed, I'm quite grateful for that. Although I would like to go back in time and be one of my children. Same. What, say, same. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> God. I've been trying to be a Brittany Bernard for years. Oh, you mean that way? Yeah. My daughter lives like she makes $150,000 oh, yeah. a year. Oh, I swear, yeah. I have to live like I make negative $150,000 a year to offset the cost of how lavish my daughter lives. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that, man. Oh. And it is spendy. It's, oh. it's tough because, you know, you you want them to have luxuries that you didn't have when that's you were a kid. Yep. Yep. Um, and I, I, I don't, I don't want them to feel like we're struggling or, you don't, you know, you yeah. just right. want them to be able, cause you, I mean, then, you know, the reality is the second they're out of the house and they're living in the real world, they're going to be struggling. Like you, that's just the way it works. So like you try to kind of you know, pad their transition into that by making things as as good as you can. But then I also wonder if, like, you're harming them. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. I told you the story, but whenever I asked my mother for anything as a little boy, and this to the, it, it didn't feel that way back then. But now I find it hilarious. I would like, you know, see the. Minnesota Twins in 1961. They're coming to Met Stadium and blah blah blah, and I said. Mom, we're going to get a professional baseball team. Can we go to a game sometime? And her response was always, where are we going to get baseball money? Always, I was like, oh, great. I love the categorizing. Yeah, it was a baseball Can money. Can we get ice this. cream? Oh, when yeah. are we going to get ice cream money? That's like, exactly what she'd say, too. So funny. <laughs> uh, although, even with Tom, your kids, my kids, Brittany with Gogo, and your kids, Chris, we talk about giving – your kids things that you never had how the hell are our grandkids gonna live? oh god they're gonna they're gonna have their spring break is gonna be on mars because yeah. what else is there to not give these kids you're assuming our kids are gonna get off their ass and raise our grandchildren to think about that yeah <laughs> and i should i should say that too like i i give our kids things we didn't get i don't mean it to seem like i grew up living in a cardboard box or something either That's what I, told I just me. you know you What's that? That's what you told me. Tom, I mean, listen, I lived paper in a, towels. we lived in a mobile home. I, like, there was a point in oh, life yeah. where, uh, so uh, I, I was from the streets. We had government cheese, you know, blah, blah, blah. We did, too. But yeah. it didn't stay like that. Yeah. Well, I never, I was so oblivious. I had such a, a rock star mom. I didn't even know we were poor. I had no idea. I was oblivious. Yeah. Um, Good. I had such a fun childhood growing up, and my mom was fun she was hands-on you know would play games with us and like I remember like we would have like uh, um, we'd play uh, like fake little football games and stuff and like my dad wasn't around no idea oblivious like later in life I looked back and I was like oh my mom's like oh yeah I had to like we she was a bartender at net she was a um, a substitute teacher and until she could get a full-time school uh, gig but she and then she was a bartender at night and these guys would ask, like, hey, can I buy you a drink? She's like, no, but you can get me, like, one of those stuffed animals in the claw machines. Aww. She would come home with them from these guys trying to, trying to date my mom with these stuffed animals and be like, you know, and I had no idea. No, yeah, I thought I had this magical sweet. mom. So it's just funny. It's like, it's not how, you know, what... It's who raises you. I mean, it's just so... They can make it so magical. Tell you what, I had a magical dad. 
He disappeared sure. when I was seven. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. See, you saw that coming. Sure yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I didn't really know that we were poor either until one Halloween. I just told the story the other night where uh, I had glued super, uh, excuse me, uh, gummy bears onto a gray sweatshirt. And the guy's like, what are you? And I'm like, I'm the gummy bear man. He's like, what? He's like, gummy bear man. He's like, dude, he's like, your, your parents are poor, kid. Like, they didn't buy you a Halloween costume. And then he gave me two Snickers because he said Aww. I would probably need the second one. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's actually so <laughs> funny. I'm like, oh my God, also, we're poor? That guy was definitely drunk. Can we acknowledge it? <laughs> Who talks like that to a kid? Like, I don't I, care. Do, I disagree. I think it's wonderful what he did. But you called him poor. <laughs> well, he was poor. <laughs> he like pointed out broke the poor bubble that uh, Rudy yeah, had. Was the eighties? You could uh, do things like yeah, that. He definitely sure. was day drinking. Yeah. Like, cause I have kids that come to my door in straight up sweatshirts, and I give them candy. I don't care. I would never be like, "What are you too poor to get a costume?" <laughs> Here you go. All right, I'm saying this again, and Chris, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but Mike Davitt, who was our our next door neighbor, actually we lived in the same duplex. We're the only two I ever know. We were both in first grade at the time. Went trick-or-treating on Plymouth Avenue in North Minneapolis and got robbed. Your candy oh, got no. robbed? They took your candy? They literally, not only, the guy pulled a gun on us <gasps> and said, give me your candy. The guy was probably maybe 12. We are about six, five or six. Also. He pulled a gun on us for our Halloween candy. Unnecessary like, use Jesus. of force. Okay? Yeah, I would it's have to agree. It's a six-year-old. You can grab and go. I would have to agree with you. It wasn't too also, friendly. Wow. They're giving it away for free. Exactly. Yes. Get off your ass. ass. Right. No, you're absolutely right. You can go get it for free. Why do you got to rob us? I mean, it is a lot of legwork. Trick-or-treating no. is way harder than just going and buying candy. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. A piece per house? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, Chris, I mentioned this before. When I turned 11 years old, I was already six foot one and weighed about 200 pounds, and I had this voice. So I'd go, yeah. trick-or-treat, yeah. and they'd go, get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. What are you, right. 24? Yeah, go get a job, kid. Uh, I'm 11. <laughs> I'm 11. <laughs> Well, you probably were tall as hell when you were 11, I would imagine. Yeah, I was. Not, I actually didn't get tall until my freshman year. So, oh, really? Yeah, I was. I wasn't. I wasn't overly big or anything growing up. So we had, yeah. And when I was in eighth grade, uh, Jim Brown, I think six two, six three, something like that. And that was in eighth grade, man. He was tall. Yeah, that's that's big. <clears throat> it is indeed. This one just popped into my head for some reason. When I was like 19, my buddy Nick, we went over to his, his dad's place on Halloween before we went out to some party, and we were hanging out with him, like having a beer, and he was giving out <laughs> Halloween candy, and this overweight kid showed up, and he was dressed as a football player, oh. and he had on a helmet, and he had on a Dallas Cowboys jersey. <laughs> oh, and, no. And, what did this person <laughs> say? And Nick's dad goes, here you go, Dion. And the kid goes, Dion? I'm not Dion. I'm Emmett." Smith and Nick's dad said, Yeah, well, you look like Nate Newton. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? What is going on with these adults? Just slamming on little children. Just like, Yeah, take that kid. Terrible. Tell me they're not day drinking. Like, you can't. (laughs) You can't do that to little kids. You know, I like, as a, I have done some. Halloween's fun to mess with kids. Like a couple years ago, well, not a couple years ago. Hell, it's probably been six or seven years ago. Um, but when the scary clown thing was really kind of coming onto the oh, scene, yeah. Yeah. I had this like super creepy clown mask thing. And I knew that our neighbors and all the kids were having this like neighborhood party before they went out to go trick or treating. And so I went and I stood in the woods kind of out behind their house. And, and it was like daylight out still. And I just stood next to the tree for like a half hour, just waiting for them to look out the window and see me and get free. Of course. <laughs> it was so worth it. It was awesome. God, you're pitiful. And I did the same thing to one of our like adult neighbors later on in the night. And the dude was like screaming at me. You need to get the F out of here. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, oh my God, that was so fun. <laughs> I remember I was 16 and we had these ding dong ditchers and my step, we got ding dong ditch. My stepdad said, I'll give you 20 bucks if you catch one. I ended up tackling like a 10 year old in somebody else's yard. <laughs> nice. And even then I look back and go like, I shouldn't have done that. Like, 
there's just some time point when you go, and I just remember this 10 year old's like, please, please, I'm so sorry, we're just joking. And I remember being like, I feel like I'm the adult now. And yeah. I remember being like, I just need proof so I can get this $20. Like, give me something for proof. So I just held his shoulder up and yelled, Richard. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I let him go. Yeah, I got 20 bucks. And 20 bucks back then filled up the whole tank of the Camry. So that was a pretty big deal to me. Sure. There you have it. There you go. God, I'm working with some class folks on this show, I'll tell you. Robin Children. Sorry, Tommy. It's unbelievable. Don't, I shouldn't have brought it up, I guess. I didn't realize it. What other crimes have you committed? Right? Which, with minors. I mean, Chris Eggert straight up, as an adult, scared children. Like, probably traumatized them. Yeah, way to so. go, Chris. It was fun. <laughs> it's fun to terrify children. They were my, a couple of them were my kids. It wasn't just random. It wasn't. Just, so you had equal opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eh, what the hell? Um, yeah, Halloween won't, I don't even really want to have this conversation yet because, uh, you guys are talking about Hibbing being cold this morning and, you know, when it gets this time of year, every once in a while you get a little breeze of, you get a little feeling of fall and you're like, uh, guess what's coming next. But but (laughs) fall's so weird around here too, because it could be 98 one day and then it could be 58 the next day, you know? Yeah, I, I had this thought about my sister yesterday because when she got married, it was September seventh, and it was a hundred and seven that day. Oh, it was brutally hot. It was one of the hottest days on record in Wisconsin. It was so it was miserable. We all had on tuxes and oh, it's oh, terrible. That's rough. that's rough. Gross. When's your birthday, Chris? When's your birthday? Any of you, Chris? When's your birthday? Uh, January thirty first for me. How yeah. about you, Tommy? November 7th. So my birthday is the first day it snows every damn year. Every year we get the first major snow on my birthday. It's like, thanks. Hey, happy birthday time, you son of a bitch. No, it's true. Every, every year. But January 31st. We usually get something that time of year for sure. The first little. So there you go. It's my fault. Not ready for that. I know. And it's only, Jesus, what is about a couple months away? That's about it. Getting close well, the fair months, just anyway. kind of marks that, you know, you start thinking about when the fair hits, kind of what happens after that. You're right. Any big news we should know about this morning? Uh, I, it's interesting that the um, in the Red Lake Nation, I think I told you guys they opened a dispensary on day one when yes. marijuana was legalized. Yes, sir. Uh, well, they're no dummies. They have now created a mobile marijuana dispensary. <laughs> of course they did. I love hey, that. food trucks are all the thing with the hipsters. <laughs> Why not create a weed truck? Now, I have a question for you. So as far as, like, like edibles, you can get the five-milligram ones. When are they going to start selling the 10 and the bigger ones? I don't have the answer to that. I do know, though, that a lot of this stuff is caught in state regulation because they don't have the infrastructure in place to be able to help these businesses set things up the way they need to. But I have a question for you. They knew they were going to pass this law, what, 18 months ago? Why didn't they start getting ready then? I don't disagree with you on that. It makes no sense. It's surprising to me. Yeah, I I agree with that. So is there any way you can go buy, you know, edibles and tablets and that kind of stuff yet? Or you can't Uh, buy those anyway? Some of this stuff was already available because of the law that passed last year that got put into effect last year on August 1st, that was like a surprise to a lot of people. It was sort of snuck through in a little bit of language that allowed for a, a certain amount of it to be legal. Right. And that's when, that's when um, some of the local shops started selling the, you know, the gummies and some right. of the things that, and then you had all the like local breweries really like going crazy, trying to come right. up with these THC drinks. Mm-hmm. They had no warning. We just had the, um, Omar, the owner of Surly on the show a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And um, he was saying, like, nobody really had any idea that was happening until it happened. And so when it did, all these big brewing companies were, like, racing to try to come up with a recipe for something because they knew it was going to blow up. See, I have a problem with their thinking, though. And here's my problem. I would like to buy a 10-milligram edible, a little, little chewy. Right. Oh, no, no, we can't sell those here. We can only sell five milligrams. So then I have to go, give me two five milligram gummies. 
What the hell's the difference if I eat one ten or two fives? What's the difference? A valid point. But I suppose God. the businesses know that, you know, they'll get in trouble. They'll get fined. They'll, well, I can you know, still buy five milligram ones. I mean, instead of instead right? of five 10 millimeter doses, I get 10 five millimeter doses. It's the same thing. What the right. hell are you preventing? Yeah, I imagine it's got to be something. You know, when you buy, they have two different sizes of beers at, you know, at the brewery. They have like, a, say they have a five ounce and a 10 ounce. And the five okay. ounce is $5 and the 10 ounce isn't $10. It's like $7. So, so it's that way. So with five milligram gummies, they can give you one for $10, or if they give you a, a 10 milligram one, they're not going to charge you $20. They're going right. to charge you whatever, you know, $15. But if they just keep it at five, now they can charge you individually $10 a piece to be able to make more money. Yeah. So you I, think I mean, they're that, doing it, not the regulators? I, I, I imagine there's got to be some sort of money haggling behind it. Because, yeah, why else would you keep it that low it would be more volume than it is. No question. Yeah. You know, quality. Yeah, yeah absolutely. True. Yeah. I'm going to go buy my spot today, as a matter of fact, and buy a bunch of gummies just for the hell of it. Sure. Charlie is a good guy. What's, right. what's your brand? He's a listener. I don't even know what the hell it is. Oh. He, he always goes, yeah. here's all the good stuff you want, Tom. Sure. He does a great job of that. And by the way, your buddy over at Crooked. Yeah. Crested. I think I, oh, cre- is it Crested? Yeah, Crested yeah. River. Oh, yeah. there's Crested and Crooked. That's right. They're two d- different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I now have 10 cases of THC drinks in my house. I know. There's a lot. and you've, They just keep sending me this. Yeah, stuff. Crested like, River, oh he's been so nice to us. And then he Great has guy. the mini soda, like M-I-N-I. Oh, that's right, mini soda. Soda yep. cans with THC in it. But uh, thank God Rudy gave me and Justin a heads up because the big ones, the, the he was like, that's 30, wasn't it 30 milligrams? In one drink? I can't remember if it was 30 or 20. Holy but, no, but it was. It, but the problem is it's super fast because yeah. it's liquid. It is. It's not yes. like a gummy that yep. it takes a while. It, it like it mainstreams. I took, I drank half of one of those, and usually five milligrams is my max. Yeah. So I think I had taken, I take, took half and it was 10, and it was like, I don't know, 12 oh, minutes yeah. later, I, I thought, well, I guess we're staying in tonight. I, I sit here now. I live in this spot. I'm not going to attempt to walk. Yeah. So me and Justin, what we'll do is we'll open a can, and then we'll, like, make a little mixed drink with it and treat it kind of like it's, like, alcohol almost. Like, we'll mix it with, like, bubble water, and we'll share, like, a fourth of it. Yeah. And then, like, a couple – and we'll just put, like, the cut little cover thingy on it or whatever. Um because I think we're both scared. To, I've got too high like two years ago, and ever since I'm terrified to get too high ever mm-hmm. again. But you telling us that we treat it like it is like, I like oh god, like little shots of it and mixed drinks yeah. for sure. I just love the fact we had <clears throat> my next door neighbor John, one of the people in the neighborhood. We get the our the neighborhood gets together three three nights a week. Just sits in lawn chairs out in the driveway. It's wonderful. But my friend John's best friend and his wife came over, and she said she had never had a THC drink before. And I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll grab you, you know, one there. I, so I brought I got three milligram, I got five milligram, I got 10 milligrams. She goes, I don't, whatever, you know. When she's giving me the 10 milligram one. I said, have you ever had it before? And she goes, no. And I said, well, you maybe, uh, you know. But she goes, no, I'll do the 10 milligram. It, it should be fine. So we're just talking, she moves and all the rest of it, and she's having her 10 milligram deal, and we're talking a little bit more, and about 45 minutes go by, and she goes, my God, it's a beautiful night, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what's funny, Tom? She probably was sitting in her head, constructing that sentence, going, is this going to be a weird thing to say? (laughs) It was great. She was so happy. so funny. I bet you, like, because when I get really high, I'll be like, all right, here you go. Let me try this one out. My God, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> and then, like, how did that land? Was that normal? Look it at the reactions of people. Uh, should you should you double down? Right, Tom? Isn't it beautiful? Like, it you just come, so, I become crazy. So cool, though, how that great feeling just kind of flows over you yeah. all of a sudden. It's wonderful. Yeah. All I can say yeah. about this is I, when I first had my leg amputated, I was having tremendous oh, nerve sure. pain. Oh, I Like, bet. very, very, very bad. Oh. Of, oh, you're kind of, of a the, pussy, too, but, you know. You what? Nothing. He called you a pussy, oh. to be clear. <laughs> uh, Tom Bernard called you a pussy for when you got your leg amputated. When I got my leg cut off. Yeah, that so it just shows pussy. you okay. how That's ridiculous fair. of a man. God, what a beautiful day. That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Super fair. So, <laughs> I... 
I tried the, me- the medicine that they were prescribing didn't work for me. So like I thought, well, I'm going to get my medical marijuana card and I'm going to give it a try and see if yeah. that will yes. help. So the one time I took enough of the tincture to f- to actually feel something. My, my wife was at work. The kids were at school. Uh-oh. And I'm folding laundry. And I'm not kidding you. I, I sat there at the kitchen table with the laundry, folding the laundry for like five hours. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't five hours worth of laundry there. Did, was it actually five hours or did it feel like five hours? No, it was like five freaking hours. Oh, and I'm God, like, well, I can't wonderful. do that again. Like, it did not work for me. No. <laughs> and then there's like the terrible thing that happens when you get that high and you know people are about to be around you. Like, your kids are going to get home from school. Your wife's going to be. And you're just like. I oh, hate God. this right now. Like, I hate this right now. I uh, I was like, no, that's not for me. I am I can't hack that. I'm not I really, mean, yeah. making sure that the piles are, like, perfect. I mean, you know, all these things that are going <laughs> through your head. Mm-hmm. God, it's the greatest. Is I, it? It is. The, hey, remember the first time as a teenager that you had a joint? Oh, yeah. Oh, I threw up. Did you Did really? You? Yeah. That, Did yeah, you? For some Too reason, much? Yeah, my mom and my dad, from, from what I know of my dad, but... Love weed. Could ha- totally could hang. Love it. They love weed in all forms and fashions. My sister and I, the second it hits us, our bodies just react different. There's no really? way. Yeah. For some reason. And my, my brother, uh, same way. Absolutely. My, my other sister, my half-sister who lives in Denver, smoke weed all day, no problem. There it's, you go. It's crazy just how, for it some is. reason, just some people just can't do it. And I'm one of those guys. I think, I think I'm like 50-50 toss-up where I either overthink want to go sit in a closet alone or i have a great time yeah unfortunately i'm at a point in my life where i can't afford another like frozen night of overthinking all night long yeah so i think i think me and weed may have run our course at this point well chris has to get back to his heroin so we have to let him go Mm -hmm. oh that Uh, pussy guys (laughs) 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 get it up baby go use my left arm Actually, go between your toes. and Well, I don't have, they as, used to do I don't that. have as many toe choices as you guys do. Yeah. No, you don't. As non-pussies have toes. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Take that home with you. Yeah. All right, Pat. All right, we'll we, talk, talk to you next have week. Have a great weekend. Thanks Thanks a Bye, Chris. Chris Eggert being disparaged by all. He's so... You guys are so funny. I love him. He's a wonderful guy. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your 48-minute... Free 48-minute financial evaluation. As a matter of fact, we'll take a break, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as Dougie Sprinthal gets off his ass and calls. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him on. No, no, it's fine. It's not a problem okay. at all. We had an important conversation going on. That was That's fun. all I'm saying. I can't believe it's almost nine. That's it, crazy. It is so great, though, that she was, oh, my God, what a beautiful night. Is that so <laughs> funny? That's just so funny. And I wonder how, another thing that happens when the I'm greatest. high is I'll be like, We've been out here for hours. They're like, we've been out here for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, lady. you know. And I'm like, uh-oh. Mommy needs some food. Oh, like, God. Look, gulp. Yeah. That's the one thing about THC that I really, really like. You know, it's, I, have, I have a question about that. We should probably have a doctor on sometime. Why is it that I don't wish to drink alcohol? Because once I start drinking it, I'll probably, you know, never stop again. But I can do THC and get high, and I don't have any desire to drink. Yeah. Isn't that weird? And I don't have any desire to, to abuse THC either. Yeah, I don't either. So what is that? I don't know. I I could see myself, like, if I was still a drinker, I could totally see myself drinking wine at noon. Like, not... Why and, not and, breakfast? Because, well, because I've come here. I have a responsibility. And then, <laughs> You like, should be drunk when you get here. Because there's a part of me that knows that, like, Alcohol is still like my favorite. No, I, I love, understand. I understand that. I lo- you know, and I could see myself being like, I can't pick. Like, hey, Justin, we pick up go go. Mama had too many. Wa-. Like, I could see myself being f- like, f- trying to be funny about it. Mama's but I got a new pair of shoes. I yeah. can't imagine doing that with weed. Like, I don't want to get high in the middle of the day. I do not. Sure. I, you know, me and Justin will even try no, the CBD that. stuff and whatever, and yep. try to like figure out fun ways to make it work. But it's just not, just not my thing. Yeah. Dougie, ready to roll? Yeah, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. The uh, Oh, my God. Welcome on the line, Doug Sprinthal, live in the new GM from flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang, online at flagshipford.com. Du- 
what happened to the lovely and talented Doug Sprinthal? How come it doesn't say that anymore? You're dead to me now. Why? What did I do now? <laughs> Two days of hearing about the meanie. Uh, you've been on the, you went on the meanie before I did. Yeah, but not with you, Dopey. Well, yeah. Catherine was sick. I'm sorry, my wife was sick. Now, yes. to make things even worse, oh, you must be working on Tri-State Bobcat. I don't know. Well, there was a group of guys from that company. Oh, they're on the great boat. guys. They're very nice guys. Yeah, Mark Larson's a really good friend of mine. He used oh. to be on the F Doc for years. He's a, just a tremendous guy. No, they're really, really. Everybody in that boat was really, really nice. So I don't know well, what who's they're going to. Who's going to be crabby when they go on that thing? I mean, it's really, be pretty difficult. I will tell you that. But you know, Doug, I brought that up. One of the great things about it. Obviously, I'm never going to have enough money to purchase a boat like that. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> um, but I did tell my family when we were sitting there having dinner at our own little table there. And it's not a little table. It's a big table, actually. Yeah, it's huge. But, yeah, it only holds eight or ten. <laughs> exactly. But I told them, I said, you, you have to understand something. I, I had dreams when I was a little boy that someday I would grow up and do this very thing with my wife and my children. So this is like a dream come true for me. And that's the way I look at those things. Not like, oh, look how cool I am. It's like, my dream has come true. My family is on one of the greatest boats I've ever seen in my life. No, and I think that's, you know, that's the grown-up thing, right? When you yeah. get a little bit older, you start appreciating all the great things that, uh, that you've been given. And that's, uh, I'm glad you had a good, a good time out there. I had fun last night. I went to uh, Mystic to see uh, uh, Daryl Hall and my uh, oh, you did. most famous rock star, Todd Rundgren, and yeah, we, we were with uh, this former uh, retired radio personality from KS95. Uh, we were hanging out with Moon and Cynthia and, a, and another couple. Of oh, them, I love Moon. How's he doing? How are Moon and Cynthia doing? And they're doing okay. I mean, Great. you know, he he's, he would if you talk to him on the phone, you would think that everything's great and then you look at him and go god dude it's got to suck to roll around in a wheelchair and you yeah. know, he's 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 uh he's the norman vincent peel of radio i think the power of positive thinking he's just a, always a delight and we haven't seen he each is. other in a long time we talk every couple of weeks but that's about it you haven't talked to him in a while either and by the way i've said this before but his wife is far too good for him but Yes. So he won't come on, comment on that one. Okay, never mind. But no, I just. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you. He's such a great guy, though. They're both. They're very, very nice people. I love that. No yeah, the only, the only problem with the show, I think Daryl Hall, it's time to just retire and spend some Daryl Hall money. Oh, really? His, his, his range is just gone. And, you know, he was such a fabulous singer in the 70s and 80s and through the 90s. And. Had a huge range, but it's it's it was still still cool to see him and hear him play a lot of the hits that he wrote over the years. But uh, I really I love Todd Rundgren. He was phenomenal. Yeah. What a talent! That's one of Catherine's favorite acts of all time. She loves Todd Rundgren, man. Yeah, no doubt about um, it. Can we have cars for a moment? Nope, you're out of the mix. Forget it. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> okay, we can talk about. I I will say this again. The only warning I have for people buying that uh, fully uh, fully uh, electric uh, Ford Mustang, when you think you're going 35, you're doing 80. <laughs> so be careful. You know, I, I'm glad you brought it up because that's Man. a small portion of what we sell. Um, yeah. Uh, electric vehicles, you know, it, it'll become more and more over the years, and Ford's right. kind of got a balanced approach. But I'm getting a lot of emails from people asking questions, and I think it's because of you honestly raving about your car. And I'm wondering if people would be interested in coming out on a Saturday for a little seminar on how EVs work and what they're all That's about. That's a good so idea. That's a really good idea. If you're interested, email me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. We, we don't need to get a million people, but you know we can get 10 that want to come out and have some lunch and take some drives. And this is our subtle <laughs> way of trying to talk you into buying stuff, by the way. Yeah, uh, very subtle. But it, really, yeah. but it really does start with, because it is a different experience. And you, there's some stuff you got to learn. You've been an EV pilot for... But probably longer than anybody in the state. Twenty-five years, yeah. People that are new to it, it, it is a little different world. So, no, if you think you might 19. be interested, uh, email me at Doug at Flagship Ford, and we'll put something together. Actually, now my... I do. I'm sorry, I keep walking on you. Uh, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. I'm just going to say, my I bought a was Tesla first of the year. Tesla was 2004. I I thought it was a couple later than that, but it doesn't really matter. It was a long time ago. I would have guessed six or seven, but. Yeah, because I I owned one of the first Teslas in in the world. As a matter of fact, I just I ran across an article and ended up buying it, and 
And, you know, it was a little, I got to be honest with you, it was a little uncomfortable all 20 years ago buying a car for $105,000. I'm like, holy Christ. Yeah. And it only had two seats in it. And it only had two seats in it, exactly. But I'm like, holy. But I love that car. The only reason I've told it before, it, it, it did a thing called bricking where if it stopped running on the freeway, you could not move the car. That's terrible. And I, no, I can't drive a car like that. But I'm telling you, Doug, and I'm not making this up just to make Doug look better or whatever. Doug is the one that found that car for me. It is one of my favorite cars, if not my fa- the favorite car I've ever had. I love that yeah, car. Yeah, you know, I look for, I drive used ones. We, uh, we buy, we just got a couple more in and I'll usually drive them for demos because my commute's so long. And they're yeah. just... It's a and it's a good looking car too. It's uh, you know a lot of people hate it because they named it the Mustang. It's like that's not a real Mustang. It's right. like, I know, I do. I get let's that. talk yeah. a little Ford history for a minute. The nineteen sixty four and a half Ford Mustang was a six cylinder and it was aimed at secretaries. <laughs> it was not a muscle car back then. <laughs> no, things evolve, not. times change. It's not your name. Get over it. Well, let me put it this way: I own another Mustang, but it's uh, what is that? At least ten years old. Yeah, I think it's a 13 or a 14. If a you 13. ever get sick of that car, I'd love to have it on the lot, by the way. You know that in the, how many years have I owned that car now? Five, probably? Oh, God, I think I got that for you back in 16. It's It's been a while. So you, seven you years. You might have had that six or seven years, yeah. Six or seven years. In the six or seven years I've had it, I've put about, I think, maybe 3,000 miles on it. Oh, boy. I just don't drive it very much. When I do drive it. I don't go very far. That's the whole. It, what I, I another car. I love that car, man. My, both end Mustangs. Love them. That's when I thought that you had signature parking spot. Oh, that's right, because it light up. Because it lit up uh, Mustangs on the, from the door. <laughs> you thought I had and I was painted like, there. Tom, we were at his golf club. I go, Tom, is this like your permanent spot? You put a Mustang. Like, grow up. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You shut your door and it disappeared. And I was like. Well, that was embarrassing. The new one does that too, by the way. It That's... lights up a Mustang on the on the tarmac. That blew didn't, didn't my Brit- mind. Didn't Brittany just get down telling everybody that she doesn't do pot in the middle of the day? Yeah, right? exactly. No, Liar, it's, Doug. It's just the benefits of being dumb. <laughs> oh well, it's an interesting approach. Yeah, I was just right. I I thought that was still this day like that was like witchcraft for me. Like it's what? I'd never seen anything like that. I have one last car thing to talk about, and then I'm going to um, brush my teeth and head on in there to meet you and uh, record some more commercials. Oh, that's but right. You're coming in today for the this for is the, uh, special. Show. This is special code. Real, real Area quick. 50. Real quick, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. We we are getting up uh, against the top of the hour real quick. Do you want to save it, uh, Doug? Do you have two seconds? Can we just do, go into spots, sure. come back, yep. and then, and then we can hang for as long as you want? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We'll be right back right okay, after this. Sounds good. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda, gluten and caffeine-free, with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. 
Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, you can stop hoping it's happened, all right? That's all I have to say. Did, did they do that song because Canadian woman sounds really stupid? Does it, though? If it's Canadian woman, give me some syrup. Give me some syrup. Yeah. Is Dougie syrup. back with us? Yeah, oh, there, there. He loved it. Doug loved I'm, it. No, I'm pissed. You bumped me for Bilski? God, nobody wants to hear about banks. They're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Bilski. He, he's out of town right now, so you can rip him all you want. It'll be beautiful. I, I rip him when he's in town, and he always calls me right away. I know he does. That was really funny. <laughs> I want to talk about one more car thing before I hang up. This is code, but certain people will know what Area 51 Sasquatch means. Yeah. Um, that's a full-size Bronco. These are hard, almost impossible to find anywhere. Uh, the demand is way higher than the supply. We had a customer order one from us nine months ago. Uh, it just came in, and they couldn't wait anymore. They bought something else. So we have one available. It's a full-size Bronco hardtop. Sasquatch is the equipment package. Bronco shoppers will know what that means. And Area 51 is the color. It's sort of a cross between cement gray and medium blue. It's actually really cool. So if you've been looking for one of these, and I don't think this will last the weekend, uh, give me a buzz, uh, Doug at com and I can send you the window sticker and give you all the details and, and maybe even possibly sell you a vehicle. Yeah, like everybody else, man. They should buy from me. Oh, I should mention before you go, Doug. And by the way, when you get here, you and Officer Dave are going to be in with Josh Arnold and me. It'll be great. And Andy will look through the window at us and go, aren't you guys something? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, no, I, I call this those episodes. Andy looks up shit on the Internet for old people. <laughs> That's does. really what the name of the show should be. <laughs> he does, too. It's all, I can't even deny it. It's absolutely true. But uh, last night, we took the kids out to dinner at a place called Tokyo down in Southbridge. Really, really good. Very, very nice people there. The food's terrific. The people are great and all the rest of it. Ran into a guy in there as a big listener. And then out in the parking lot, I ran into another guy. And he brought your name up, and wherein you and I used to work, oh, he's not happy. Oh, really? Oh, good. He was like, if I ever see those sons of bitches, oh, I'm like, no. settle down. Everything's good. Oh, no. still, well, we have one guy we like over there, so what are you going to do? Actually, we've got, we got several people over there we like. Yeah, no, I've got a lot of friends still yep, there. And, absolutely. It's, uh, and, and honestly, uh, you know, when I did work there, I got a, a, not a lot, but some emails from people where we totally effed up. I mean, it happens, but the cool thing is they felt like they could reach out to somebody and they'd listen, and that was me, and, and could normally fix it. And, uh, you know, anyway. Boo-hoo, misty watercolored memories, right? I'm going <laughs> to brush my teeth water. and saddle up, and I'll be there in about half an hour or 45 minutes. All right, Pally, we look forward to it. Over and out, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. See you, Michelle, indeed. We'll see Dougie on the family podcast with Officer Dave, who's in studio now. Josh Arnold will be here. Andy will be here. It'll be a good time. No question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, a longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Morning Show, Doug Sprinthal, Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, online. It's flagshipford.com. And I was not making that up. And I'm not that kind of guy anyway. I'm not going to tell you how much I love my car if I don't. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big investment <clears throat> yeah. to be doing it just for kicks or just <clears throat> for show, to be driving a car around. No, you're right. I do love it. It's a great car. All right, I got to run by this. Air, how's the air quality? I, it's, There's nothing. It's like it's smoggy or foggy a little bit. That's oh, it. Got, Otherwise, it's like, whatever. Did you? Because I can't smell any I smoke smell or anything. I can't smell any of that, no. Okay, well, and I have a really good nose for stuff that's burning too maybe it might got punched so many times i can't smell anything anymore that might be the problem throw the head fakes in there you do you really have to air quality alert for the state until 11 p.m although the air quality will improve by this afternoon so and it's it was not bad when we got here this morning you know rudy and Brittany were talking about that as well i didn't see any smoke didn't smell anything and now you're saying it's pretty much the same yeah it's it's just a little like foggy you know that hazy whatever see uh, it's all about the heat with a brief break on Sunday, followed by the hottest uh, stretch next week. So today, 83 and mostly sunny. Sunny and 94 tomorrow. 
uh, sunny and 86 tomorrow, uh, on Sunday, excuse me, Monday, uh, on Monday, sunny and 92, Tuesday, sunny and 93, Wednesday, sunny and 96. So seven straight days, you're going to see a hell of a lot of sun. I'm just here to tell you. He's sweating like a butcher on Wednesday and no Thursday. No question about it. Do oh, butchers yeah. sweat a lot? I, that's an old saying. I don't know. That's uh, what the I butchers would hear a all lot. the time when I was a kid. Okay, sweat like a butcher. I never heard sweating like a butcher. Why would they sweat? Because they have to chop up all the meat? I suppose. I don't know. Sunny and 63 right now. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Sunny and 63. It's going to be a beautiful week coming up. A little toasty at times, but, you know, that'll work. Right? Yeah. All right. So what else is happening? Yeah, what's on the streets, Dave? What's on the streets? Yeah, the mean the streets? Feet oh, of the, boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I want to ask you guys something, and this is for all of you. Yeah. The three of you. Well, I suppose the four of us. What's something you're convinced people are pretending to like? Ooh, black licorice, and I know that you love, I love black, black licorice. licorice. I Get out. I love, love it. Oh, You guys are disgusting. Oh, no. Did you know? <laughs> disgusting. What is, oh, okay. it? what is the stuff in it called? Licorice? No, the black licorice. Anise. Is a, yes. Yeah. Did you know Uranus. a certain amount of anise, like, absolutely is a poison on your body? Yes. Like, it, and so why are you liking something that is actually poisonous? So it's poisonous to be outside, apparently, to the weather people right that's now. Not What's the, the same difference? Thing. Yes, it is the same thing. No, that is a very weak argument oh, from okay. a weak man. I will <laughs> tell you. I have a plan. I will uh, eat licorice until I... Die and not have to work with you anymore. <laughs> I should probably Just check how much. Down. I had some licorice last night, as a matter of fact. I don't care what. Black, black licorice, licorice is disgusting. It's delicious. I am bringing in a bag of that. What is it? That stuff that's made uh, in Australia, that black licorice. Oh, yeah, wallaby. Oh, yeah. wallaby. Yeah, I'm bringing really it Are you like really black good. licorice, Rudy? No, I hate it. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm Why? Not a fan. I, but here's the thing. Love licorice. Give me oh, some red yeah, vines. Love yeah, love licorice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love red vines. I love yeah. that they're like part plastic. I love all that. Mm-hmm. Pussy candy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you're all, you're just, you got the pussy gun out today. I kind of do today <laughs> for some reason. Candy ass. I'll go with candy ass. I like when you call people pussy. I think it's funny. Okay, does the pussy gun shoot pussies or is it an actual pussy that shoots bullets? I need to know. Do you know that people have Are gotten that wrong now for the entire century? Pussy is not a reference to women's vaginas. No. Pussy is short for pusillanimous, which it's means n- coward. It's not anymore. What's not anymore? It, it's one of those things that's now it's regional that like it's pussy mm-hmm. means vagina now. No, it doesn't. It absolutely it's does. It's short for pusillanimous. You can't, well, that's, you that's what it was started as, yeah. short for pusillanimous. Yeah. Well, when I say it, I'm not talking about my I, vagina. I I'm just here to tell you. You're well, different from the rest of us. I guess. Whoa, or the rest whoa, of the world. Whoa, whoa, We're not giving you any... You're not giving them any breaks? No, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm just telling you that, like, it is now... You have to accept that that means vagina. And no, I do not have to accept that. Now, dickhead, dickhead, check it out. That's different. <laughs> dickhead, dickhead. I thought it was three dickheads. It was dickhead, dickhead, dickhead. Yeah, Check yeah, it yeah. out. It was three dickheads. You're absolutely right. I will fight for that one. That guy, I I suppose we can't run that audio anymore, can we? I don't know. Why not? We'd have to Talk find it. Like I actually met that cop who was... Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. He is a really good guy. But no, it, it doesn't change for me. I know what it... I'm just telling you... It is not... In your generation, I'm not from your generation. Nope. I was going to say the fact that you have to stop and explain it, and we all three agree that it doesn't... When you say that, it doesn't mean that. I've heard this argument from you for years, and I'm You don't understand any English, though, so what's the difference? (laughs) I I have learned. (laughs) I have have learned. I have formally learned in a building. Um, (laughs) It's all true. The fact that you have to stop and explain it makes me go, yeah, it's not regional anymore. Like, pussy means something else. Gay used to mean happy, and now it's what my stepdad calls me okay there just sometimes go. words Gay. change that's Gay. all yeah. and like i do think there's something almost like so full circle funny about calling them i cracked up when you called chris that today like i don't care i'm not sitting here going worried about you what know I call offending. Him? you called him a pussy for getting pusillanimous the coward exactly it's you can exactly say that. what I'm saying. You can say that. Why do I have to change what I know is the real derivation of the word just because your generation changed it? Because that's it, it's re, it's what you know is regional. It's what you know yeah. is fact. So does it's, that mean like if I'm following your generation, I have to be a lazy pain in the ass too? There's yes. <laughs> no, you can call it whatever you want. We're just gonna call it a pussy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like if I go to Justin, like, hey, you're such a pussy. He's not gonna go. This is the code word for you know the origins of. Pusillanimous. Why is he dim? 
Yeah, he's a little slow. A little slow. I'm a little worried about me. Go, go. Yeah, also, Justin, you're taking me out of the moment with all your big words. Right? Knock it off. Like, yeah, we're trying to do comedy. something here, sir. Cut the comedy, damn it. Trying to create another child for Go-Go to hang out with. <sighs> I suppose it's all true. You know what? I say you do you, and I rarely say that. That's you. what I say to everybody. You, it, To you, it's whatever it is. To somebody else, it's something different. But don't try to stop and say that we're supposed to know that that's the root of the word. And I know it because you've told me many times. Why would you not want to study the, the language which you speak? Can you admit this? There what? are some words that like we're not supposed to say anymore because regionally we've said that that is a naughty word. Like what? Well, I'm not going to say them. Why not? Because obviously, one of us careers, one of our careers could take it, and one of ours couldn't. Mine. So, does it have something to do with a rooster? Well, that's one. There's many uh, that you just can't. Like we've accepted that one point you could say, and one. Can you say ass crack? Or you can't say that anymore. You can say ass crack. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just I'm trying to figure out what I can say, and what I cannot mm-hmm. say. I'm literally spend most of my life figuring out what I can say. That's why, like, I almost got like shamed out of a baby shower the other day because I go, "This was not appropriate time to talk about this." Also, what was the story? Because you brought no, this up a couple no, of times. No, I will not. Well, I will I, not. I, don't bring it up. And, then. and actually, I will not. I I just had a moment where there was one person I felt like I threw off a little bit. Everyone else, we were dying laughing. And speaking of that baby. <clears throat> Was born today, little baby Harley. So nice. For, to who? For who? My cousin Caitlin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you Harley. told me that earlier this morning. It's very cute name. Very, very nice to see. Yeah. There's no question about it. All right. So, what other body parts do you not want to talk about? I will talk about any of my body parts in detail to the point where it'll make everybody uncomfortable. I'm already there, Brittany. Trust I, me. <laughs> if Gilbert Gottfried were still alive, I'd have him cut ass crack because I had him do that once for me and it worked really, really well. That's like perfect. Because Aflac fired him. I know. And then he was hired by another friend of mine, our friend. I know. That, we, worked, that worked at KQ. Who did the Aflac voice? Yeah, yes. Dan. He still does it, mm-hmm. I think, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think Dan still does that. He's Aflac. a really nice guy. Aflac! He doesn't do the voice anymore, but he Oh, he did. doesn't? Nah, he doesn't. I, I ran into him not that oh, long ago. I didn't ago. know that. Yeah, he, unfortunately, doesn't do it. But yeah, he did it for a long time after Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't seen the Aflac commercials at all lately. There's a little bit of that. I think also oh. Aflac kind of got, you know, they, they figured it out like, hey, all we need to do is have this guy come in one time. Yeah. Right. have him cut 63 yeah. different versions of Aflac, and then we're good for the rest of the century. That's not acceptable. I, I agree. I 1,000% agree with it. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.